Hello and welcome back to the podcast and thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts on Instagram at Bloodborne1, Facebook.com slash Bloodborne1, on Twitter at Bloodborne, YouTube.com slash Bloodborne, and most importantly on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash Bloodborne. Welcome back to the podcast. I am Bloodborne, and this time we are actually back in the studio versus the last couple episodes that have been in the car. Uh, so you'll notice the the sound quality is a little bit different this time. Uh, what's going on? We had uh, some information come out from the uh, Lotro team while at a PAX meetup, and uh, there's a lot of information to cover here. Some of it that I find rather intriguing, rather interesting. Uh, some of it not as much, but I still wanted to kind of go over it all. So uh, first and foremost, again, this was at the at PAX. They do a, a meetup usually because PAX is, uh, tend to be, uh, PAX East anyway, tends to be in their backyard. So it's a little easier for them to to get out to uh, that and do a meetup. Um Something, uh, just a, a side note, something that I've been trying to do uh, the past couple of years is actually try to get them, I've been working with some of the guys over at GCX, Rare Drop, uh, used to be Guardian Con and things like that, and trying to get uh, Standing Stone Games down to what is now known as GCX down in Orlando. Um, and it's just, uh, so far, it's been kind of a no-dice situation. Uh, the sad point for me is that... Uh, that the guys at GCX have reached out to me multiple times to try to get them down there. Um, and I've, you know, I've tried to connect the dots for them and, you know, uh, it just unfortunately hasn't happened. So uh, I would love to see a legitimate presence at a con. You know, I understand there's costs involved with that. There's things like, you know, what's your return on the investment of going to a con versus putting that money into development in a small studio um in my eyes you know like you're, you're gonna get in a, in a gaming convention like that it's a little bit smaller it's targeted around charity uh with saint jude and broadcasting and things like that so you're gonna get more creative minds in front of your product and you know in, in the streaming world um mmos it, it's weird to me because they have a space that is a natural community uh, and, and that's what a, a Twitch channel is. It tends to be more of a community-driven thing. So when you think about it like that, um, I don't know. I, it just seems like that would be a good thing to do. Uh, obviously, I'm partially biased on that. I would want them to go to that and have more people playing the game, more revenue coming in, that, that whole situation. But anyway, 
on to the actual information from the meetup. Now, there are some YouTube videos up there. I know Druid's Fire has posted one that is uh, kind of covers the whole thing. Uh, I'm going to go over some of these points and actually give my, my thoughts on them. Uh, and then be sure to check out the videos and stuff uh, and see what you got. So it looks like this summer, the most immediate thing that's going to be happening is the uh, wedding of Arwen and Aragorn. Um, sounds like it's going to be fairly festival driven type of content. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of information provided around that. Um, so it's going to drive the story a little bit more. And outside of that, I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot more provided on that other than that be happening likely this summer and will involve some festivities type stuff. Um, if, if that information was provided alone without any uh, of the additional things that are being announced released, uh, I think it would have been a pretty weak thing, but you know, the sequential updates and stuff like that and driving the story, uh, is always a good thing. Uh, one of the things that is very intriguing about this next part is, uh, the duration. Uh, they're talking about a theme of orcs versus dwarves and, um, what that is going to manifest itself as is content called legacy of Durin trial of the dwarves. Uh, we'll start with the next update and go through a Gundabad themed expansion in spring of 21. So, I mean, there's a year long roadmap by itself. And I, you guys know, I love, I love dwarves. I just, if the, the staunch attitudes, greedy, smell terrible, love beer, just, yeah, it's just awesome. Um, so I'm intrigued by that just because of the type of content that it is, uh, what it's, what it's themed around. I'm excited for that's all sounds good. Um, the thing about the Gundabad expansion though, um, I, I don't know how I feel about expansions for this game at this point because, uh, the, I don't know. I feel like they're coming too quickly now, like Mordor to, uh, I, to Minas Morgul, uh, the raid isn't even released yet for Minas Morgul. And we're talking about the next expansion. Like, I, I think that's, I don't think that's the right approach. Um, because you're talking about three more updates, three more fairly large updates in between that point. And so I don't know, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's not. Um, uh, maybe it's a good thing just to, to have people, invested in knowing that it is coming at some point um maybe but as far as i can tell with uh you know their content plans um the gist of it is that they want to fill out the map you know they want to make it uh middle earth actually big be this contiguous piece of landscape that you can just ride across and go see everything which that by itself is actually a really cool uh, concept. Um, I think with doing that, like doing expansions in smaller region like that, like Gundabad is, is fairly small. 
It's a fairly small area. When you give it the, the context that we've had Mordor be a huge expansion, we had Minas, uh, not, Minas Morgul was mm, somewhat big. A lot of interior spaces on that one. Uh, but the Mines of Moria obviously being massive update because you had uh, Eregion, you had all of the mines, and then you also had the first portion of Lothlorien. That was a massive, massive space with tons of content. And I will always use that as my benchmark. If you can deliver on content, this uh, really the, the, the size and caliber of Mines of Moria, hey, I'm on board with it. Now, that being said, um, there, there's a newer type of, of scalable content that is coming out. And this, this is one of those pieces that kind of, I don't know. I, I don't think we need new types of content in this game. I mean, come on. This is what was it going to be 14 years old, 13 years old at this point? We don't, I don't think we need new types of content. I think we need polished, refined versions of what we have. Uh, good group-based content. Um, I mean, because... I mean, here. This is always in the context of... This is based on my personal experiences and what I've enjoyed and what I've disliked in the game over the span of playing it. Now, the most fun I've ever had in this game has been raiding. You know, it, it's coordinated. You're playing with friends. Uh, you, uh, you know, that's where the best loot traditionally came from. I just think those pieces of the puzzle created the best experiences for myself. Now, I know not everybody is into raiding. There are some people that play the game that have never set foot inside of one single raid, uh, whether it be that they are... Um, a little apprehensive of being in that large of a group of making a mistake and being ridiculed. Um, look that I get that that shit happens uh, in any game, any scenario, real life, you know, maybe you, you get a new job and you go in there and you don't want to make a mistake. And you, so you're apprehensive of taking a new position or something like that. Yeah. You know, I get it. I get it. But me personally, that's where I've had the most fun playing video games has been in a cooperative environment, having to take down some hard content and, you know, whether it be the first time you win and you just barely beat it or you got that shit on farm and you're knocking it out of the park every week. I don't know. Like th that's just what was fun for me. Um, so we, we don't really have much information on missions. Um, missions, it's going to be a scalable, uh, scalable just, I, I think in any game, scalable is very, very difficult for anything that is going to be higher level uh, to translate down and vice versa. If it's going to be something that a lower level can do, it, it's probably just not going to be difficult at the higher tier. It, Unless it can be tiered again, which then, then it just poses a whole separate set of problems and, and stuff like that. But um, so that's always been my suggestion is 
stick with what works, polish it, refine it, make it amazing. Uh, and, and people will love you for it. Um, if we if we go and look at the history of Lord of the Rings Online and the, the new content types that have come out, you think about it this way. Think about it in terms of, uh, what do we have? We had skirmishes in 2009. And they were... Um, they were fun for a little bit. Um, still could have been executed a little differently and probably been awesome. Um, the well, the fact the fact that skirmishes are still not really the best place to get skirmish marks blows my mind. Um, okay, so fast forward a little bit, and then you get uh, you get mounted combat which doesn't really work well on most people's computers. Even if you have a high-end computer, you're running 64-bit, you got all the RAM in the world and the best internet connection in the world. It just, it, it's a technical limitation of the turbine engine. And yes, I know it's standing stone games, but it's still the turbine engine. Um, so that's not, that didn't really work out that well. It, it had to be done to some degree for Rohan. Let's, I, I acknowledge that. It had to be done in some fashion. Um, and then you fast forward again and you got, you know, big battles, epic battles, whatever you want to call them. And again, could have been really cool uh, with the, uh, it could have been tiered. It could have been uh, the fact that threat doesn't really work. Uh, could be, that once you are ranked up with your dude, it's practically autopilot. Um, and, and you can kind of tell too when the how well or not well something is received by if development continues on it. So what look at the things that development has continued on. Landscape, story, crafting, um, Group-based content, such as three-man, six-man, 12-man dungeons, raids. Um, that is the content that has been continually developed for a long time. Even the music system, cosmetics, that stuff has all continued to be developed and worked on actively. Um, and so Mounted Combat has not really been developed any further. Uh, big Battles, we haven't seen any of those since... Uh, Menace Tirith uh, Skirmishes We haven't seen any additional ones of those uh, I want to say since like <sighs> I think the last ones were Really when The Minds of Moria ones Were converted from book chapters To uh, From traditional ones to the skirmishes So I mean You can kind of tell how well Something is received or not received based on If the development continues and so that is my apprehension around adding a new style of content like that. Now that's based on historical for me and there's no, it's all speculation for me, right? It's we're talking about missions being scalable content. That's it. We don't know if it's just straight up dailies, weeklies, repeatables, whatever, um, I mean, it would kind of have to be, right? I don't know. Um, but anyway, so that means there's, there's new scalable 
content that is coming at some point. Um, some of the other things that, that are coming that are kind of uh, not a huge deal. It's kind of cool, but it's not a huge deal for me. I know there's a lot of people that really care a lot about this. Uh, Rohan housing looks like it's going to be coming out around when Helms deep hits the legendary legendary servers. Um, now this is kind of a cool piece to it is that there looks like there's going to be a stable attachment to, to housing that will let you display some of your favorite mounts. And I'll be honest, I've even asked for that in years past because I thought that would be kind of cool showcasing, um, you know, some of the cooler mounts that you may have collected or your personal favorites. That's that's kind of cool. I dig that. Um, kind of like the legendary servers actually is a nice segue into this next part, which this is kind of interesting. Now, take this with a grain of salt because this is uh, this is Severlin just kind of just talking. So there's there's no hard, fast, this is in production type of thing. So put, you know, big uh, warning labels all over this. This may not happen at all. It may just be, you know, a pipe dream. It just might be whatever. Um, with regards to legendary servers, uh, it was it was brought up during the meetup that uh, DDO is going to be going through some changes to have mega servers. And uh, someone asked the question if that was going to happen for Lotro. Now, I am a big fan of mega servers. And the reason I am a fan of mega servers is because the entire player base. Now, in this case, it would have been still one EU and one North American would have the same experience. And um, I think that would be kind of cool. Now, that raises its own set of problems, too. So, you know, I, I get that. Because the problem is, well, what about the role-playing communities? then they kind of get shafted because now they, they don't have a role-playing encouraged server anymore. So do you just leave the RP server alone? And, and, and do, I don't know. I don't know how you answer that one. I, I literally have no, um, I, I don't have any answers on that one. I really don't know what that would look like, but anyway, um, the way Severlin talked about it was having, different servers that maybe played different or had different rule sets. Now, this is something that if you've watched the podcast or listened to the podcast for a long time, or you watched the streams and you've heard me talk about these things in the past, this has potential. This has a lot of potential. The reason I say it has a lot of potential is because all of a sudden, you can now provide a proper PvP experience. All of a sudden, now you can create a permadeath server. All of a sudden, now you can, uh, you know, you could uh, have one that doesn't have legendaries or, or something. There's a lot of possibilities. As soon as they open the door to a different rule set server, we have... Uh, some options to provide 
everyone with the experience that they are looking for. Is that a big hope? Sure. Who knows how much they could go down that road, how how many problems that would increase. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of what ifs on a scenario like that. So, but that's just something you got to think about. I like the the prospect of of having servers that have different rules, um, you know, that that have different experiences. I hell, I'm still all for a level fifty, uh, Shadows of Angmar, PvP enabled server. I'm totally down for that. Just level fifty, and just let me duke it out with people. Um, there's some last couple things here. Uh, kind of more along the lines of, of the content creation. Not well, not like what I do, like with podcasts and, and YouTube and Twitch and stuff like that, but creating the in-game content. Um, we mentioned a little bit ago about filling in the map and what that would look like. What it sounds like is that we're getting uh, one of the first updates that we're going to get in the future here is Mists of the Wilderlands. Um, and I mean, not all, again, not a whole lot of information uh, on this stuff. We, we don't have a producer's letter yet. Um, it was mentioned that they don't have a producer's letter yet because they're fleshing out some of the ideas yet. Um, so there's that update. Uh, and it sounds like they do have long-term plans for things like like Rune and probably Harad and, and stuff like that. But the idea is to fill in, you know, Middle-earth proper, like what we know is Middle-earth, and then go out from there and go out in all directions. So you could be seeing some of those other places that you, you don't get to see or you don't read about and things like that. So that stuff's kind of cool. Um... One of the last questions that was asked was about uh, legendary items. And if you remember in the last producer's letter back in 2019, um, legendaries were mentioned. Legendaries are a, a big sticking problem. And here's, here's the thing. So again, if anybody from SSG listens to the show, one thing I have made perfectly clear is that I think you need to ask your players more. Uh, I think you guys make a lot of assumptions on what people want. Um, I think there's stuff that is, you need to not only just read stuff that's posted in the forums, but you need to get targeted feedback. You need to ask the questions on your development. If it's specifically on something that you know is coming out, and it's not something new. It's just you're changing something that is existing. You need to get proper feedback from your players. You need to get the information in form of a survey or, you know, something, whether it's a, a targeted feedback. Uh, but like, as far as legendaries go, the thing I have heard for multiple years now is we don't want you to feel like you've wasted your time on the current legendaries. So we're trying to find a solution that will let you keep what you have because they're not going away, but still give you an avenue to progress those uh, going forward and all that stuff. 
Well, here's one player I don't give a shit about that. I for one, I don't really care. I would I would be fine with just having standard itemized loot again on my weapons. I I don't care. Um you know, I if you play an MMO, you have to understand there are points in time where the work you've done in the past doesn't mean a damn thing. Like it's just it's part of the experience. Do you have to be okay with it? No. I mean, but it, it's great example. Uh, the gear that you had, if you played the game back in Shadows of Angmar, and the day that Aregia, well, basically the day Moria launched, and we started to go into Aregion, you were picking up pieces of gear that were better than your Rift set of gear. It's just linear progression. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. Legendaries. I would venture a guess more people would be willing to get rid of their legendaries if it meant that there was something better on the horizon for it. The other part of it is legendaries aren't going to go away because they're heavily monetized in the store, and that is the real issue. They're so wrapped up into the store because people buy their legacy tiers, people buy their crystals. Uh, and so it is legendaries are probably the single biggest source of income for the game. And they are just not going to give that up lightly. Just the way it's going to be. Um, now, on the flip side of that, you could go the route of other games where you just uh, have a huge cosmetic shop and you can just look like a badass uh, and people will buy the shit out of that. That has been proven time and time again for multiple games. Um, games that have cash shops that have a lot of cosmetic items in them do very well because people want to look unique and they want to look like a badass. And if that thing is rare, you best believe people are going to pay for it. That's just psychology. But anyway, get the feedback from your players. Don't just read angry forum submissions and angry tweets or listen to angry podcast people. Eh. Look, it's, it's easier than you're making it, but it's harder than us on the outside think. I just think that there needs to be better communication between developers and players. And if it's not something that's new or you're trying to keep under wraps, like a story thing, just do better at communicating with your players. They deserve it. And honestly, you guys deserve to not build content that people don't like. So that's kind of the, the gist of the, the Q&A from the meetup at PAX with the, um, the team from Standing Stone. Um, like I said at the beginning of this, there are some things in here that I'm, I'm intrigued about. I wouldn't say there's anything I'm like super overly excited about. Um, I think a lot of it is probably par for the course at this stage of the game. Um, but yeah, the, that's 
I want I want more content. Who doesn't when you play a game like this? Um, but above all, I just want stuff to work. And I don't know that there is a way to fix the things that are going on with it right now. So we'll just have to see and time will tell. And the further this game goes, I mean, the closer we get to the Amazon Lord of the Rings game uh, and... You know, there's been some folks that have talked to me about that game and what, you know, kind of pressure that's going to put on this game and how, you know, they're going to coexist and all that stuff. And uh, my thought on that, honestly, is if the Amazon Games Lord of the Rings project can deliver on the story to the caliber that Lord of the Rings Online has done, I think Lord of the Rings Online is in... uh, kind of a eh, not not a good spot there's obviously players that are going to be loyal to it but there's also players that have been looking for something in that franchise that just plays well and gives them the experiences that they want um and i don't know time again most of what we're talking about is time will tell and we'll see so on that note, I'm going to go ahead and sign off of this one. Uh, please make sure that you are following all of the other social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitch. Make sure you're getting in those live streams uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't even know my own schedule. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Um, they've been a little uh, sporadic as of recently. I was sick this last week. And... Um, been doing a lot of work around the house so sometimes i'm just flat out exhausted you know just shoot it real with you but i like making content i like going live for you guys uh i like talking about things that are happening in the game and gaming so again as always if you guys have any ideas go over to my discord channel uh drop them in the topics for podcasts we'll talk about it and that's that you guys have a good night and i'll see you guys in the live streams Uh, Have a good one and take it easy.